All right, y'all, we are back with another episode of the Honey Squad, and tonight Lucretia has made us some pretty tasty Christmas drinks. It is a mistletoe margarita. And it is delicious. It is so good. I know. So, um, we'll have to post the recipe for it so everybody can try it. If you don't like cranberry juice, so you ain't gonna like it, but it is really good. It's almost like a sea breeze because it, you put the lime in it, Yeah. but then it still has like, you know, Yeah. All the other good alcohol in it too. Mm-hmm. So we we might not be able to talk by the end of this. <laughs> you know, we'd be kind of dry. We'd be slurring the words. <laughs> it's a it's like, I haven't had dinner yet either, so <laughs> I'll be the first one out. <laughs> I got some pizza in there for you. Well, I'm having it out crazy you finish it. <laughs> so it is almost Christmas and you're way far ahead of me. You've got presents wrapped. I haven't wrapped crap. Those were those those are my gifts from someone. Don't give that up. Be like, yeah, I know. I'm working hard this year. I've been really pushing it. And... You, you see the boxes that, that <laughs> from the stores. Just wrap the boxes and be like, open it up. I think yours is in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like doing this year. I don't know about you, but I cannot wait for this year to be over. This year has been hell. It's just it's been different. It's just been a, a whole different year. Um. And I don't, I don't know whether it's good or bad. So, like business-wise, I feel like I've done really good. I'm pretty proud of myself because I started the year, you know, hitting it hard. And I'm yeah. ending the year hitting it hard. And, like, that part of it, I'm thankful for. But also on the business aspect of it, I've had more crazy people this year than I have ever had in my life. Right. And um, I, if you're on my Facebook page, then you're not one of them. But... Um, because if my, you know, yeah, people listen like, oh, do you think I'm crazy? No, I don't. Um, but anyways, um, I've done more cancellations this year than I've done my whole entire career. I mean, just because of interest rates, it's just been absolutely nutty. You know, I just find it weird because there's one of my coworkers, she's very new to our clinic. Mm -hmm. She's buying a house. Yeah. And she's gotten, she's getting like a $40,000 I'm sorry if I'm telling you this is true. A forty dollar thousand dollar discount because they're the builder is starting a new uh, a new what is it um, subdivision a, or a, 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 an an elevation a new extension. So there's only one lot left in that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He's trying to get rid of it. Yeah, he's trying to get rid of yeah. lot. So they're building like yeah. So they're knocking yeah. out forty thousand dollars. I mean, that's what's going on now. I, there's still a little bit of lot shortage, but it's not like it used to be because stuff's opening back up. Yeah. Slowly but surely. I hate so, that. I tell you what, if you couldn't, uh, um, qual- if you can qualify, start looking. Yeah. Because now's the time to do it because in March, the rates might go right back down. That's so And crazy. then it's just going to be nuts again. They're not going to go back down to where they were, but fours, fives, and I mean, that's still not bad because mm-hmm. I bought my first house in... 2004 and my interest rate was like seven I think six and a half or seven and that was in 2004 and see the thing about it is and I would I'm this is what I'm going to miss the most because CJ always kept a, a, a check on my interest rate yeah <laughs> I know he's like you no don't I'll just give him an ask for night. It's like, what's going on with that? <laughs> no, I think everything's cool, but I'm not, you know, I'm not looking to sell. Yeah. I'm not looking to buy. Yeah. So I think I'm, I'm cool right where I am. 
you're the reason why people can't get houses, Lucretia, because you're not looking to sell or buy. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll, in, how old are people? In, uh, in four years, I'll be looking to rent. Yeah. Because then you'll have rental property. Yep. I think you should just rent it to the boys. I mean, that's, that's not a problem to me. That's, that's, if that's what they want to do. Yeah. Because that way I'll be ready to uh, to do my uh, travel, travel nursing. Study. So, like I said, if <laughs> you see the look he's giving me. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to travel nurse with you? He said he is. But you know what? We'll see. He might have a whole girlfriend by mm-hmm. then. So, we shall see. He might have his own honey squad. He might. You're right. He might have his own <laughs> honey squad. He might have his little honey squad, honey. <laughs> What? <laughs> you can't talk bad about Uker. <laughs> oh my God, Uker, Zarian, and Xander can live here. Honey, it would be like a keep your freaks up out of here. Right. <laughs> that might not be a good idea. Keep your freaks. <laughs> you don't worry about that. You can't. Honey. No, Xander would have all the big baby girls up in here. Have you, you you know Maria, right? Yeah. I was like, look at you, Xander. So, this is what Xander does. When he has parties, he gets, like, all these girls to come over. Um, like, three to four girls before the party starts. Like, an hour before. And they go in. They go straight to the kitchen. And they get to work making all the food. And I'm like, Xander, you know how to do this stuff. Why do you got them girls doing it? And he was just like, oh, because I told him I needed help. And I was just like, why didn't you just start doing it yourself like 30 minutes before they got here? And he was just like, I don't know, I guess they want to help me. And I was just like, did you tell them you didn't know how to cook? He's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, you've got all these girls coming over here that help you cook. <laughs> but, like, but he did tell me he, did, he knew how to cook. Yep. It's like, damn, son. Damn. It's like, shit. Work smarter, not harder. I think that's what he's doing. Of course, all of his friends that came over, the guys thought it was amazing. They're just like, yeah, Xander. And I was just like, mm. child, this is not going to work. Lord. I know. I mean, part of me gives him a little bit of respect for doing it. And then part of me is just like, would you not do that? He's your guest. Right. But anyways, we had his um, theater friend's birthday party Saturday. Okay. And we got him a big, like, toll paper roll cake. I saw, I saw that. that. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it got eight, which is good because I wasn't cheap. But, um, man, they're loud. And kids are loud. But I told CJ, I was just like, I just need you to be prepared. Like, I told him it doesn't need to be Halloween party loud. Because that was too, that, I thought they were going to come through the ceiling. But, you know, dial it down a notch. They're up there dancing in the bonus room and everything. And CJ's like, I mean, I feel like... I think they're booty grinding up there. I was like, no. I said, I've already told them all there will be no babies made in my house. There's no babies. <laughs> There's no champagne room here. There is no <laughs> boom boom room at the White House. Mm-mm. Ooh, they need drink food. Ooh. So, tonight we've got two topics we're going to talk about. We do. The first one is uh, about a TikTok that you sent to me. I did. About, um, I guess to give it like the brief synopsis, a white woman who is—it's an older white lady, yeah—who um, 
I don't know who sent her this message, but it was like, I'm about to find it. Yeah. Basically, it was like, are white, uh, are white women really intimidated by black women? Yeah. And she said yes, because, and it's more of like a jealousy thing, yeah. where black women have more of a sense of community, whereas white women just don't support each other like that. Right. Um, so, you know, like we see... Like if a black woman sees another black woman broke down on the side of the road, doesn't know her from anybody else, yeah. she'll stop over and help her change the power. But yeah. a white woman ain't gonna do that. Yeah, you're right, I've done it. Yeah, so, I mean, I was on the side of the road for an hour and a half not too long ago when I ran over that um, tread. Right. And nobody stopped to help me. Right, because I'm gonna tell you, and that, and I find that that is factual. Yeah. Um, because, when was it? It was probably about, it was the early, it was in the spring, maybe two years ago, spring or summer, there was a black lady with her kids on the side of the road on mm-hmm. 840, and we went back. Yeah. We circled back. We were almost home. Yeah. Me, Alex, and Zary circled back. Yeah. To see if she needs some help. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the video, guys. Okay. So, here it goes. So, this lady asks, this black lady, um, are white women really that scared of black women? And... I'm going to say yes, and this is my opinion as a white woman who is 53 years old and has lived in the South in Georgia in my entire life, and, but it is, it's not being scared, but it's a fear, and it's not a physical fear, it is the mental fear, it is what we see in you and what we see you doing and how it challenges us and the fear of that, so we see black women and we see how strong you are. We see you coming together as a community. We see you supporting each other. We see you supporting your community, supporting your families, supporting your children, going out and fighting, fighting for your rights, um, being authentic in your race and in your femininity. Anyway. (laughs) Um, And we're jealous. I think we're jealous because we would love to be that. I think, and we don't know how to break out of the indoctrination that we have been suppressed by our entire lives. And I'm not giving white women a pass, don't get me wrong, but I know I, and many, many, most women have been told our, white women have been told our entire lives, be quiet, know your place, be a good girl, um, don't rock the boat, don't be too much. And when you are any of those things, you are ostracized because you have rocked their boat. And that's what black women are. You rock our boat, our mental boat, because you challenge us to look at how we are deficient and not living in our truth. And it makes us uncomfortable. And people don't like to be uncomfortable. And it makes us start to question ourselves. And people don't like to question themselves. We would rather live in our little bubble of white supremacy and what we know and comfortableness. I know that's not a word. Then a lot of people, a lot of people would, white women would, rather than challenge themselves to grow and know more. Because it's easy. Doing the work is hard. It's really hard. I've been doing the work the past several years, and it's hard. It's hard admitting some truths about your... You'll be doing all... So this lady asks... I'm sorry, guys. No, you're good. 
and a lot of people a lot of people would white women would rather than challenge themselves to grow and know more because it's easy doing the work is hard it's really hard I've been doing the work the past several years, and it's hard. It's hard admitting some truths about yourself and some truths about yourself as a white woman. So, yeah, I think that white women are scared of black women because you challenge us in that way, and a lot of us don't like it. And that's why we fear you. It's because we fear what you make us face. So, she's talking more about, like, a mental fear. Yeah. So, some of that I agree with, some of it I don't, or maybe that's right for her, but for me, some of it I'm just like, I mean, I do envy the fact that black women do have a better sense of community. Um, I mean, they're supportive for everybody, not just black people, but white people too. Yeah. And so, like, they're women's women. And then, like, in the white community, for me, growing up, I mean, I literally have a handful of female friends. Because I got stabbed in the back so many times. I was, like she was talking about, I was too much for people. Yeah. Because, I mean, y'all that know me, y'all know who I am. I'm, you know, I'm Kelly. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a hot fucking mess. Nine <laughs> times out of ten. And it's just not going to change. You know, I mean, I swear too much. It's okay. I probably drink too much wine when I do have wine. And I like to have fun and I like to run my mouth. But not in a way that's going to hurt somebody. Right. And a lot of people look at me just like, oh, God, that's, you know... I just don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel comfortable, you know, being like that or being around that or, you know, I don't know, maybe it's just like out of the box for people who have lived their life being seen and not heard and not being too much. Yeah. And then I'm like the Kool-Aid man busting through the wall like, (laughs) I'm here to be too much, y'all. So I think that's kind of, she generalized that a little bit too much. Yeah. Like don't speak for all of us white women because... I mean, I was put in a box for a little while, you know, be seen and not heard, and finally it was just like, now nah, I gotta talk. Just like, you know, there's that senior quote that somebody put in the book that said, I just wanna dance. I yeah. just like, I just wanna run my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but white women do not support, unless they're really good friends, like, you know, my girl Nikki, she is, my kids call her Aunt Nikki. You met Nikki. Mm-hmm. One of my closest friends in her since high school. Um, She's somebody I love dearly, and I would do anything for her. But, I mean, like, a woman on the side of the road. I feel like if there was a white woman on the side of the road that had a busted tire to pull over and help her. Just because that's just dangerous. And if she doesn't know what she's doing, she's going to need some help. If she does know what she's doing, she's probably still going to need some help. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, and I've, like, helped white women out before. Um, But I don't know if I'm going to, you know, emotionally go up there to have their back if I don't know them because I don't trust them. I got you. If that makes sense. It makes sense. And it's not all white women. It's just white women I don't know. Gotcha. Because I've been burned too much. Understandable. And, you know, because when I think back about that, we, you know, we picked her up and she had something going on with a car. Um, and then because she was stuck on the side of the road, she had to wait for somebody to come pick her up. So we brought her home. Her and her kids and Darian was cooking some uh, noodles mm-hmm. for her kids. Mm-hmm. That's just how he, he he tends to be the hostess with the mostest. <laughs> but like he was fixing noodle for her, noodles for her kids and, yeah. and everything, and then you know while she was trying to get everything together, you know. But yeah, that's how that's how it is mostly. So do you feel like that's straight across the board with all black women? I'm not gonna say all black women. Yeah, I'm not gonna say all black women because all black all black women don't support 
like you remember because we were having this conversation because you know me and you and CJ were having a conversation yeah you know there's been several there were several events that I went to in November and I supported you know black women white women uh Hispanic women yeah you know so I, I had a lot of events going on mm-hmm. in the month of November mm-hmm. because I was supporting yeah you know so yeah I feel like we do so, have you seen it? Um, do you agree with her about what they say about white women? I don't know, Kelly, because... You're not going to hurt my feelings if no, you do. No, the reason why I'm going to say that, because, like, I can't say that because you support me. Mm-hmm. I support you. Laura supports me. Yeah. My friend Tara supports me. Mm-hmm. So, I can't say that about all of them. Yeah. I can't. Do you think generally, like, minus maybe, I don't know, we'll be generous and say, like, 20% of us... I would say yes. That the other 80% is just kind of like in their own little bubbles. Yes. Because I'm going to tell you, my friend CJ at work, Mm -hmm. she supports. So I will say in the South, I feel like, and I've not really been out of it. The farthest North I've ever been is outside of Columbus, Ohio. Right. And I hope I never have to go farther than that. If it's not an airport. But, um, I mean, like I've been to um, Minnesota, Minnesota. Yeah. And then I went to the land between the lakes in Michigan. <laughs> land between the lakes in Minnesota, though. But I was in Minneapolis, St. Paul. I didn't really talk to anybody, so I can't tell you what the culture is up there. But, I mean, just based on some of the things that I've heard from other people. Like, I got a boogie. Do you have a boogie? Okay. Um, that it's, it is a little bit different. So, and in the South, and maybe it has something to do with, like, manners. Maybe. And, um, you know, everything being... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, there's a book about etiquette. Yeah. Like, everybody having proper etiquette. Because I don't care how, you know, different the times are. There are still people out there who, my our age, who teach etiquette and teach their children, this is where your forks go. This is your etiquette. This is how you act around people. This is how you act at this party. This is what you wear here. I mean, I've got friends who literally will not let their kids go to one of these new age churches in jeans when everybody else is in there wearing jeans. She was just right. like, you will wear a dress that will go below your knee and you will be quiet. Right. Because like this, okay. <laughs> because I grew up, you wore a dress to church. Yeah. I mean, I'd be below your knee. Yeah. But you wore a dress to church. Don't show your knees because that's sinful. Well, maybe that's why Alicia don't show her damn knees. I'm telling you, knees are, <laughs> knees are the one thing right there. Just boing. <laughs> you gotta look at the knees, girl. Them knees are And guys, all guys are born with a knee fetish. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, like, for real, like I said, I always wore a dress. We didn't wear pants. Yeah. And, like, it just blows my mind, which... You know, it's not a bad thing, but you know, Darren goes to shorts. I mean, goes to church in shorts sometimes. Yeah. And I'm looking like, you let him go on like that? But Darren can't go like unless they're doing something for you know they're doing like some type of family or community day where they want yeah. to come in a t-shirt. But you know, it Darren goes in, in like a collared shirt and he'll go in jeans. He doesn't wear dress pants, and I'm okay with it. But my mom always wears a dress. Mm-hmm. I've been to church a couple times I've never worn pants to church to my yeah. knowledge to, to I, that I can ever recall I've worn like dress slacks I've never I've done that like the um, palazzo ones the big yeah I'm just talking about but I've never yeah 
girl. Because I because I grew up, you know, with the slip. You have to wear the slip. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you. And pantyhose. Yeah, slip and pantyhose. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so I got away. Don't from, show your bare leg because that's yes. simple. And I got away from the slip because Mama used to be like, "Could you put a slip? I'm not wearing a, a damn slip." If you can't see through the skirt, you don't have to wear a slip. That's I know. what the slip's there for. I know, but it, it covers up your panty line. That, it, I guess my butt's too big for that because it didn't do nothing for my panty line. Either that or I just need to buy some thinner underwear for big booty Judy over here. <laughs> she ain't got no help. <laughs> but you were always, I always used to wear a slip because I, I, I hated it. I hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Yeah. Wearing pantyhose because like. Oh, uh, pantyhose suck. And they always get run. I've never had yes. a pair that didn't get run Me the first time either. I put them on. That's, I mean, and I was like, do people still wear pantyhose? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, maybe because they were Christian folks. I, I wonder know. if they sell them the eggs still. Do you remember the eggs? I remember the eggs. The eggs were awesome. <laughs> I <miss> the eggs. <laughs> I know. Just not the pantyhose. I know. You could hot stuff in it. You could. Yeah. You could, but like, It yeah. was Easter year-round in our house. Yes. My mom had a ton of pantyhose. I, I, you know, I hate eggs. I remember when... I was younger. Mama would always let me wear pantyhose, and she would try and put them on, and she would all be like, "Open your legs! Open your legs! <laughs> Give me your leg!" And I'm just like, "But I am." She would always but I am. She would cuss me out. I'm like, "But my legs are open." Man, raising girls is tough. It's rough. Putting um, pipes on Sophie when she was little is like wrestling a pig trying to. Yes. I mean, not saying that she was fat. Oh my God, Sophie, if you listen to this, don't take it the wrong way because Jesus, that's not what I mean. Right. But she didn't want to wear them. And I was just like, I know how you feel, but it's 13 degrees outside. You got to put something on your little chunky legs. Mm -hmm. But anyways, yeah, I just think it's, we're rabbit trailing. Oh my God, first time this season. Bam. We're doing good. Um. But I do think it's a Southern thing. I think it's more focused down here because my friends that have moved here from California, they say it's not like that there. Really? Yeah. And my friends, I have a friend that I went to school with that lives in New York, and he says it's not really like that there. Nobody helps anybody. (laughs) So, I mean, it's just, you know, I think it's kind of, it's still ingrained. And I still think that racism comes from the South more than anywhere else. And I don't know if you agree with that or not. If it's more of a nationwide thing or if it's more focused to our areas. I feel like it's just nation, nationwide. Because yeah. I'm going to tell you, and I feel... Well, I guess that's true because, you know, there's been a lot of stuff. Well, oh, where was it at? The um, pregnant woman. I think it was in Chicago. No, it was in... Maybe it was close to Detroit. I told you about that. She got pulled over mm-hmm. and it was like a, a wrong identified car. Yeah. And she was pregnant and they took her in. And yep. Then the black preacher who was checking on his yep. friend's house. Yep. I, I think it was in North Carolina, though. I think it was, but I find that I feel like it, maybe I'm delusional, but I feel like it's not as bad in certain parts of the South. That's really? What I, that's what I feel like, because I feel like there's more interracial dating, yeah. interracial marriages in the South yeah. than there was before. Yeah. I would be curious to see, like, a poll of where racism in America is worse. Right. Because I will tell you, even, you know, I, I pay attention. South to, Mississippi. Oh, of course. <laughs> there. I've, seen, I've seen a few couples come through with a white man yeah. and a black woman. And I'm looking like, okay, so, so, so. And thanks to Congress, their marriage is protected. Oh, that's 
So that's, okay, two things off topic real quick. I don't care if gay people get married. I don't. You know what? Everybody should be able to get married. Everybody should have the same right to get married. Exactly. Unless you're trying to marry a cow, your sister, or your first cousin. Or your mama. Or your mama. Or your daddy. Or your grandfather. Or your grandparent. Okay, no first relatives. Right. Everybody else should have... Right. Everybody should be able to, you know, get married. Yeah. And why in the world did we even have to put anything about interracial marriage? Like, why did that even? Ha- why was that even a topic? I just feel like, like, it's not cats and dogs. It's, it's humans. Not. They threw that in just because, because, like I told you on your Facebook post, if that was a thing, if it was out, like, I need to see good old Clarence and good old Jenny see what they're going to do because good old Clarence, Clarence ain't going to let that happen. Good old Clarence was was cool with, uh, you know, throwing all the rights for the, you know, the state to decide about mm-hmm. abortion rights. Yeah. Uh, overturning Roe v. Wade. Yeah. So you let me know about that good old Clarence and good old Jenny. That's just ridiculous. And the whole thing, we haven't been able to talk about it since you told me about it, but taking slavery yeah. um, out of the, um, mm-hmm. what was it? Amendment one or? Amendment three. Amendment three. Thank you. Like, how has that been overlooked? Or has that been overlooked? Or like when slavery was abolished, that should have been the end of it and it shouldn't even be a topic for conversation anymore. That's why I dog on the South so much. Because is that is it like that anywhere else? If it is, somebody please educate me. Right. Because that's stupid. Like, that is the dumbest thing in the world. I just find it stupid. Because, like, this is, this is, we're in 2022, getting ready to be in 2023. Why are there still race problems? Why are there still issues like this? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we tackled it this year, not that well. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not that well. It's been a really rough year, guys. <laughs> but we, you know, you know, we've been consistent with the topics. Yeah. And we're, as uncomfortable as they are to have. It is. But, I mean, it's conversation. Well, it's, it's what needs to be talked about. Like, I realize um, I have put myself in a position to get into a lot of trouble because I might not be fully educated on some of the things that we talk about because I am a white woman. And I've said it several times. You know, if I say something wrong, lovingly correct me because I for real probably don't know. Right. And um, because people, white people, not, I'm not going to say all white people and black people are raised differently, but I do feel like because I was raised in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. I was raised differently than you were. You were. And I feel like, um, you know, several of my black friends, I was raised differently than they mm-hmm. were. And maybe it was because I had a little bit more privilege than they did. Right. Um, now, I do have some black friends that had way more privilege than me. And I was just like, good on you. But um, <clears throat> for me, I feel like being a white woman, talking about some of these things like critical race theory mm-hmm. and how I vehemently am against that and how it pisses me off, I'm putting myself in a position to have a lot of people really like hate my guts because I'm speaking out against something that is, I guess, being peddled as for the white people. When deep down inside, it's surrounded by hate and division. And people aren't looking at the diversiveness of it. They're looking at, oh, well, yeah, I totally get it. You know, this is making me angry and now I hate white people even more. When there's not a whole lot of us out there anymore that I see that are trying to, you know, cause these problems that things like that say that we're causing. Right. So, 
they are difficult conversations to talk about, but they have to be talked about. There has to be white people that come out and they talk about it. Like, I'm sure for her, um, the TikTok that she did about being, you know, intimidated by black women probably wasn't easy for her to do because it was a question asked by a black woman. Right. And so, if she slips up and says the wrong thing, then she's going to get taken to the mattresses for it. Well, that's just like, well, and this goes in, this is where we go into our second topic here, actually. Yes. Well, do you think that just because you have black friends or you have black kids, black, you know, black family members, does that give you a pass to be, to say racist shit? No, it does not give you a pass to say racist shit. So I will say there are people out there, white people, who um, overcompensate. And, um, you know, if they make a new friend, and I don't know if it's, I don't think it's out of guilt. This is really something that I should research a little bit more. But I have noticed, and I've had friends that have done this. Oh, yeah, you know, like talking to, like they meet a black person, you know, they've never talked to him before. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's, and I mean, I've done it a few times myself. It's my friend who grew up in Memphis. And, you know, Memphis is predominantly black, right? Mm-hmm. So um, she was talking to somebody, and I think she was trying to find a way to relate so that everybody was comfortable because mm-hmm. there is this underlying tension of racism mm-hmm. that still goes on today. And she's like, oh, no, I totally get that. I'm from Memphis. And, you know, da 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 and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, I have caught myself saying, oh, yeah, growing up in Atlanta, I saw that stuff all the time. So it's almost like, you know, and I'm, I have told several people I grew up as a minority in my area. Not in my neighborhood, but in my school mm-hmm. or in my schools that I went to down there. So, um, you know, I guess for me it's... Um, maybe just trying to find a way to, like, say, hey, look, I'm not gonna like try to tear you down I'm cool you know don't look at me in the way that a lot of white people get looked at right and I think that's kind of the reason why she you know does it all the time right because she doesn't want people to think that she's judging or that she feels some sort of way but then it's like I've kind of stopped doing it because I'm just like I kind of feel when I do it like they don't care where I'm from they just want me to be nice yeah and not be a dick which I'm not so who cares right and I think for her, it's just trying to explain it away on the front end. Like, hey, I'm cool. Don't worry about it. Because there's always these undertones going on. And I do think, and you're talking about that Facebook post. That Facebook post. Because I went stalk her ass after you sent that to me. And then I commented on the original post. Exactly. And the I girl commented back, yeah. And um, <laughs> I think that if you have got black people in your family, then you should fucking know better. You should not be dropping the N-word. People shouldn't be saying it anyways. I mean, the whole thing that she said, it, um, like, I call white people that. I call everybody that. And it's just like, you shouldn't call anybody that, especially white people, because it has a negative connotation attached to it. No matter what it originally meant, which, right. did you ever look that up? Yeah. So, was it, did it still say that, that it meant, like, king or whatever? Mm-hmm. What, did it say ignorant? or yeah, ignorant. Ignorant. Um, just so y'all know, um, Xander, my son, looked at, um, has, he was in history class, and they had looked it up, or they had looked something up, and Negro had come from um, a word in Africa that meant king. And, like, that's the, I guess, the true basis of the word. Mm-hmm. And so, then it just got bastardized by, I guess, plantation owners mm-hmm. and um, white people in America. And so, yeah. that's how it, you know, yeah. went to the hard R. Yeah. And, um, anyways... I have had people in my family, like my grandfather, who I don't, I feel like maybe he was accidentally racist, 
but you know, he was, well, he had black friends, you know, stuff like that. But he would say it, but that was his age. That was like the age group that he grew up in. It just wasn't a big deal. My dad would say it when I was a little kid, and I'm just like, every time he said it, I'd cringe because I didn't, I never liked the word. But he wasn't saying it out of malice, but it is a malicious thing to say. Right. And if you're not taught that it's not cool, right, then you're going to be ignorant and you're going to say it. Right. Because, you know, because. But if you have black people in your family, you should fucking know better. Well, you don't have an excuse. You don't have an excuse. Because what we're talking about, because there was, I got a call. Was it, it was Thanksgiving night or the Saturday after Thanksgiving? I don't remember when it was. It was close to Thanksgiving. I thought it was somebody you worked with at first. Because no. it was a nursing home. No, I got that from my cousin, Jocelyn. Uh-huh. She called me and was like, girl, there is some ish going on down here. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going on? And so she sent me all those those messages. Because what it boiled down to, there was a, a, um, a nursing facility, a long-term care facility, mm-hmm. where an employee was fired. Mm-hmm. Or, well, she's fired now. But an employee was... Um, she was um, suspended. She was suspended first for being racist about one of her one of the CNAs at the time not coming to work. Yeah. And I think she was maybe the charge nurse or whatever the case may be. Yeah. No, I take that back. She wasn't charged because she's a CNA. The, the girl who said that had the post was a CNA. Yeah. I take that back. And there's nothing wrong with CNAs. I was a CNA first. Yeah. But she was very racist toward one of her co... I don't remember if the girl was a co-worker. It was... I don't remember. I don't know the whole post because I don't know the people. Yeah. Per se. But, you know, the the, the girl in question was saying, you know, the N-word and being racist. And so... Then somebody messaged her. This... The, the girl... The girl that she was being racist to her aunt misses the girl we're gonna call her stella yeah and she called stella yeah the n-word yes and she called stella you know the n-word if she's got black people in her family i want pictures and birth certificates yeah i need a family tree yeah because that you you just you know yeah you know that ain't cool yeah and it was really bad because this person's in long-term care but if you're saying it to you saying it and you thinking it's it means ignorant that means you're saying it to everybody that that means you're subjecting your residents to this same right that you you know you're taking care of them but you're spewing hate towards them right would i want her fired yes would i want her fired if she said it to my parents yes i would she needs to have her license taken away she doesn't have a license she has a certification oh certification okay she has a certification ma'am don't get hung as i I was gonna post everybody was just like you know we need to call the tennessee board of nurses and the the tennessee board of nurses because they have a certification yeah but as she is not a licensed professional she has a certificate saying that she's certified to wipe ass and there's yeah. nothing again i've been a cna because you it's still as a nurse i'm sorry start, i'm getting heated yeah getting heated. <laughs> still as a nurse you still wipe ass yeah some way somehow but she doesn't go in depth like no you guys do no yeah but you know she's still a cna but don't don't clock us all because of one person's fuck up yeah nurses we know better yeah and if you're a really caring cna you know better she was sitting there on that post giving people the address where she was at. She really was. I wonder if she was really there, though. Well, she, 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 she's that stupid, though. She's going to say that to a black person on Facebook. 
knowing how shit gets started on Facebook. Cause what was that? Cause she said, let me, let me find it. Then it went to part. TikTok. It went, then it went to TikTok, honey. Cause Aunt Karen was out involved. Girl. Oh and my I was God. Like, oh my God, honey, you got Aunt Karen involved? She's like, yeah, make me famous. And she was just like, okay, you told me I could. Yes, cause I'm gonna find it, honey. Cause I gotta, I'm gonna find something to post, honey. That was just stupid. It really was. That's gotta be one of the dumbest all time things I have ever seen. Like she really should be working at McDonald's. She really should. Because, I mean, damn. She really should. If you don't have that kind of sensitivity as a part of your humanity, then but you, you have don't black need to be taking members. care of people. But you have she black family have. members. Okay, I'm just saying this and I don't know because I'm doing what my husband does to me to myself. Okay. I don't know. You can't say that you don't know. Brandy, not you trying to Oops. change. Okay, here we go. Let's see. I'm going to get to refill. Let me, let me get past the honey. Because... She was just like, you know, excuse my baby, excuse my baby, they they're they're put up, so they don't they don't like it. But like, if you're really going, if you're really about that life, I mean, be you. But you, if you have, okay, here we go. Her quote was. Actually, I'm with my black family members right now. Thank you. And when and so the so the girl's aunt who posted the Facebook says, and when dinner's ready, I dare you to stand up and say, "All right, ends dinner's ready," and see what happens. Yes. And she said, "I might." The sh- I might. I might. That's I'm not going to because I know I'll get my ass kicked. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is just like, just because you have black family members don't mean to give you the right to be fucking racist. Right. That doesn't mean that you're black. That doesn't mean, even if she was married to a black man, and he says it all the time, she still can't say it. I mean... Sorry. I, I wish the word would just completely fucking go away and nobody said it. I know. I mean, because no matter who's saying it to who, it's still a very derogatory term. It's like me calling a woman a bitch. Except it's a little bit worse. It's like you calling her, you know, the other word. Yeah. Input. Bunt. Yes. Let's see you next Tuesday. Yes. Yeah. Let's <laughs> see you next Tuesday is pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. I have said it a time or three. Okay? Well, I've called it once or twice. Really? I can't stand the word. I don't, it's a dirty word. It is a dirty word. But sometimes there are people out there who just really have it coming. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. How would you feel? If one of your family, not really, I'm not saying your family members because they know better. One of your friends that you worked with didn't know and they seen Zary and it was like, oh, I didn't realize he was black or half black. How do you feel? How do I feel? What does it matter? That's how I would feel about it. I'd be like, okay, well, he is. In all his glory. Yeah. You got a problem with it? That's, I mean, that's, I, I don't know if I would say, do you have a problem with it? But I think I would be like, yeah, so who cares? Well, and you know, and it's funny because, like, if people don't know, that just ain't Zarian's light skin just like me. So, I will say, you did say one time, I think it was our first or second podcast this season, you said, watch, when you go out places mm-hmm. with CJ and the girls and your kids mm-hmm. and Zarian, they're going to look at him and they're going to look at you. Yeah. Like you were involved with yeah. a black man before. Yeah. 
So I'm like, I'm going to pay attention. And that has happened. I've seen that happen a couple of times. I don't know if that's I, what they're thinking. I told you. But when I see them look at Zarian, then I see them look at me. Like, you know, if I'm holding his hand or mm-hmm. if I've got my arm around him or something like that. I mean, it's obvious I'm a, you know, parental mm-hmm. of some sort. Uh-huh. But uh, even though he looks just like his dad, it's just like, well, it's kind of a battle between your dad and his dad. It is. Like, it is a real battle. Yeah. But um, it's just like... He doesn't look like me, so. But you know what? But you know they don't look at that. No. They don't look at that because I used to tell, you know, Zarian's previous stepmother, they feel like Zarian belongs to you. Why is that? Like, why is it assumed that it would be a white woman with a black man before a white man with a black woman? Because I know a lot of white men with black women. You do now, but not back then. Not back then. So what is the deal with that? Oh, real quick, I will say. I had a friend, um, oh God. her name was Turkeisha. No, 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 no. It was, um, I think her name was Clarissa. This was back in high school, and I'm terrible. I can see her face. Terrible with names. Anyways, um, she used to get so pissed off. And I know that this is a thing because she and I talked about it because I was just like, help me understand this. Why does it matter? Um, she would get pissed off when there um, was black men with white women. Like, black men should not be with white women. They have enough black women. Why are they going out with white women? Because for us, it feels like a slap in the face. Because if you think about it, most successful black men have white women. It's like you throw us away. Okay. We've helped you, you, we've helped you get where you need to be, or yeah. your mother's black, but then you go and choose somebody who don't look like the person that raised you. So if they chose a black woman, it wouldn't be a big deal. But the fact that they're choosing white women mm-hmm. is what makes it a big deal. Mm-hmm. So do you think that it's the same way for black women and white men? I saw this tick. No, it wasn't tick- Because I, honestly, I don't care if a white man is with a black woman. Like, as a white woman, I'm just like, I saw do this, you think, buddy? I'm, I'm going to tell you this. I saw this thing a while ago, Kelly, and I think it's when I first started on TikTok. I don't know what it is. TikTok or Facebook? But it says when we are with white men, mm-hmm. we're treated differently. Yeah, we're not as we're not as aggressive mm-hmm. because they always we always seem to, to be posed as aggressive. We're more um, some a little bit more submissive. Yeah, and it's not because of that. But most black most black men bring drama. So why would black women be upset about them going with white women? I don't know. Is it, uh, so I guess this is where I'm like, why are we still getting hung up about color? Mm-hmm. Cause to me, that's what it comes down to. It just comes down to the color of your skin. But, we gotta stop looking in the past and start yeah. working for the future. But it makes it, it makes you think, what's so good about a white woman that's not good about me? Yeah. I'm going to support you. I'm going to write. Okay. For instance, best. The GMA people. Nope. You know what I'm talking about though? No. Amy Robach and that hot guy. Oh, yes. That's GMA3. Yes. Oh, They're not God. on anymore because they're having an affair. I saw the thing because somebody was, oh my gosh, I should have sent you that. Because they were talking about uh, two years ago, he was talking about. He had about, an affair with the producer. Yes. Yeah. His wife, he was praising his wife because he's put her through hell and hot water. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my God, I should have sent you that. But the lady said, why is it as, as black women we're expected to to, to, to take it? Yeah. To, to go with the disrespect. Yeah. 
It's disrespectful. <laughs> get a prenup that says you'll never leave me for a white woman. Or I get all the money. <sighs> but, like, even today, like, this day and age, do you, do you still feel like that? Because I'm going to tell you, when CJ and I were dating, I felt different. Mm-hmm. Because I felt like he, he truly cared about me. You know, you, you know, we were dating when, right when he went to the service. And yeah. I felt like, you know, he, he wanted to truly take care of me, make sure I was okay. And at times, we we felt like we were just left left on our own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And we're the ones who have, always have to be strong. Yeah. And he's a love bomber, too. Yeah. Not in a bad way, but in the beginning, he is. He's just very tender and loving. And you yeah. do. You feel like you're going to be taken care of. Yeah. 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 But you've never felt like that with a black man before? Or far and few between? I'm going to tell you. I have felt that way. But then things went south. Yeah. I, I mean, I've had a couple of relationships. Like, you know, Texas. Yeah. I thought things were going to go right with Texas. Right. I thought things were going to go great with, you know, another guy. Mm-hmm. So. And it just didn't. It just didn't. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, it, it is just what it is. Yeah. Because I saw this thing where it says, you know, black women, we don't, we're not, we're not as angry. Mm-hmm. We're angry. Yeah. But we're not as angry. I've seen that before. Like, the anger is kind of, you know, yeah. disproportionate to what people think. Yeah. It's not like up here and it's like really just down here yeah so I would be interested that's something I want to start asking some of my black female friends and talking to them about that because it does bring up a good um, question if it upsets you when they go to white women but they don't treat you right let them go to the white women you know I'm gonna tell you by all means yeah by all means honey if you would like to date a white woman yeah that's my whole thing is if you don't want to be with me, just don't be with me. Don't waste my time. Exactly. Do not waste my, I don't care what color you are. Do not waste my time. And see, and what I am trying to teach, and I hope that I keep serious, that love anybody who's going to love you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they're white, they're black, they're purple. Right. Love who's going to love you. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. That's what I wanted for me. And that's what I want for Zarian. Yeah. Love who's going to love you. Yeah. And you'll know. You'll know. Yeah. You know, and you know, I have my days. Yeah. That where I am the hell on wheels. Mm-hmm. My whole thing is love somebody who can put up with me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you know, because I'm a handful. Yeah. To say the least. But you can't, and that's what you can't teach some. You can't teach somebody that you shouldn't date outside your race. Right. Because you know what? You could be complete fuck up and a complete asshole and if that white woman or that white man is gonna love your stupid ass then so be and that's where you need to be then that's where you right. need to be <laughs> let this other poor woman have her time yeah to go find some love and be treated right yeah so i don't i think interracial dating is good and i think that it does need to be a thing because i think that in some ways it'll help normalize the race issues that we have because i think that in some ways um, like the black guy that I dated mm-hmm. like years and years ago um, I got to listen to a little bit of what his struggle was and that was the first time that I got like exposed exposed to it like mm-hmm. on a personal level um, 
Because growing up, like our friends, we talked about when Rodney King happened. Mm-hmm. And um, when I moved up here from Atlanta, there weren't hardly, there weren't very many black people at all. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't that diversity where you could have open conversations about right. it until I went to college. Right. And then I could start having conversations about it again. Because it's always been something that's been important to me because I think it's fucking stupid that we're still having these problems. Right. Um, and I, I don't mean that in a terrible way. I mean that as in, like we say all the time, it is 2022. Why is there still racism? Right. It, we're all the same on the inside. Why does it matter what it looks like we on the outside? We get the same blood, even though you don't right. think about it. I know. So, um, he and I would talk about it, and, you know, I would tell him, I mean, I, I haven't had a bad life. I don't feel like I've been, you know... When there, I was scared one time growing up when Rodney King happened because there was a black girl that I went to school with that did not fucking care. She was going after everybody, and all the white people were scared. All the um, Mexican people were scared. Like, we were concerned that, you know, she was going to go after all of us because all day long she was just like, if you're white and I see you, I'm going to pop you in the face. Yeah. I mean, it was like... What the hell? Thank she and I was concerned because I walked right past her in the hallway and I was just like, oh, please God, I'm best friends with her friend. Don't let me get hit. That's the only time I've ever been scared of a black person. Right. Aside from, well, the guy who shot and killed my neighbor. Right. That's scared. That's pretty fucking scary. But um, I wasn't scared because he was black. I was scared because he had a gun. He was shooting people with it. <laughs> of course. But um, that was the one time in my life I was scared to be white. Yeah. Like, but how many times have black people been scared to be black every time they get pulled over by a cop? Yeah. Whenever they're shopping, people look at them like a shoplifting. Oh, I went shopping with a couple of black friends one time, and people were following us around like crazy, and it's just like, is this like a thing? You know, this this happened just a few days ago. You remember Mark Curry with hanging with Mr. Cooper? Mm-hmm. He was racially profiled in a, in a hotel in Colorado Springs. Don't they know who he is? Apparently they didn't. I don't know, like, don't you know who I am? Apparently they didn't. Really? Yes. And it's just like, why? Why is this still a thing? Mm-hmm. Like for real? Why is this still a thing? Like I don't want my kids to. I'm not worried about my kids because I raise them. <laughs> but I don't want kids who don't have parents who are, you know, paying attention to these things to grow up and not be able to break the pattern. Right. Like living with an abusive parent that hits you when you're going to hit your kid and then you're going to hit your kid. It's like, at some point in time, can we just kind of like, you know, phase this shit out? You know, I had a conversation with Zarian just last night. And I'm not saying that my parents were bad. But I told I told Zarian, I try, I'm trying to be the parents that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Not the parents that I, my parents were, please know that my parents were not abusive they were they were good parents yeah they they worked very hard but we all have qualms with some some, yeah. some of the stuff our parents did i i you know and my only issue with my parents is you know my grandmother my my grandparents gave me everything yeah they give zero everything right so you know my nana did so you know my parents were great you know and, I, and i'm and now when i look back at it i'm thankful for the way that my parents brought me up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I don't... And my only thing is because my mama was hard, 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 hard. Yeah. When she grounded me, she took the TV, she took the keys, she took the phone, things of that nature. 
that's where I am like my mom. My kids look at me like... So, Xander said something one time, and it wasn't horrible, but it was slightly racist. Like, it was a Hitler joke, I think. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, it was. It was like a skinhead joke. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, dude, that is not fucking cool at all. And I wish I could remember the joke so I could... Because it's not like he didn't say the N-word. Right. But, um... Anyways, I was so pissed off at him. I was like, you were writing a 10-page paper for me front and back of why racism is bad. Right. Period. Like, we're not having this shit in my house. And CJ was looking at me like, 10 pages? Are you fucking kidding me? You're going to make him write 10 pages? I'm like, yeah, I am. Because I'm not doing this. Like, he is not going to sit there and say things that are hurtful, even if it is a joke and it's supposed to be funny. Okay. But he can't talk. Let me tell you why. Let Darian try and say the N-word in front of him. Oh, no, CJ don't let him He will either. lose his whole shit. Yes. And he, I remember he was like, ain't no kid of mine gonna say that word. Mm-hmm. No kid. Yeah. But anyway, CJ talked me down on it, and I think he got like three pages in, and then we made him watch a movie about a racist skinhead. I forget what it was. And he got super upset, because like he ended up like getting his ass kicked in prison, and he changed and found God, and then he mm. was like trying to like not be like that anymore, and like help others not be like that. Yeah. Cannot think of the name of the movie, but I think it really upset Xander because the guy ended up getting killed, mm-hmm. like right when he was about to get saved. Miss Dama. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> but I see where that fits. Yeah, you know, remember that I, it showed on the last episode, Dama found Jesus. Yeah. Dama got he, he, supposedly know. then he got eighty-six. Yeah. Wow. That guy was. Yeah. Yeah. He needed to be. I don't know if you found it or not. Let's, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, I just don't understand because, like, like, my best friends, they're white. Uh-huh. And, honey, they love me, and I don't know why. I fucking don't know why, but they love my ass. Yeah. Because you're a good person. I'm a good person. It doesn't matter how, how or who or what color your skin is. I, I just wish everybody could be like that. I know. And then we can have sun, sunshine and rainbows and unicorns. We could have sunshine, rainbows, and unicorns. I really want the unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> unicorns for everybody. Yes. You get a unicorn. You get a unicorn. Hey, me and Oprah both have the same birthday. So. What? Yes. Yes. So... Guys, we... we I'm we, white Oprah. Shut the hell up. <laughs> you get it. You get it. Except you get it. You get a flower. You get a flower. You get a thing behind the cars. <laughs> you get some cookies. You get a flower. <laughs> you, get, you get an Oreo. You get an Oreo. You get a Chips Ahoy. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't worked that Oreo yet. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, it just is what it is. You know, and I... And, I'm going to tell you, this season has truly, truly been a lot. Yeah. Not on that. It's just a lot of things that you don't talk about, but you know they're still there. Yeah. And we're going to keep talking about them too, because I think we've got, I think we've got four more episodes before the season's over. We're going to get better, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> we said it the last time. I know. <laughs> after Christmas. <laughs> We'll be there. All the kids are going to be home for the next two weeks. So it'll be after Christmas, you guys. Sorry. <laughs> At least we're telling you ahead of time. I know. <laughs> it, was, it was like after Sophie's wedding, we were like, we're going to get better. Nope. 
Y'all, I'm on 1%. We're going to have to turn this bad boy off and we're getting flagged anyway. So, Honey Squad is out and we will see you guys after Christmas. Bye, guys. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Merry Chrysler. Merry Chrysler.